best friend in the handbag time. So pop me out of your handbag. Put me between you and your spouse. I promise I won't touch anybody. So today I want to talk to you about something. You know, I always go in on my 20s because to be honest, between my 20s, my late 20s, well, actually all of my 20s, in my early 30s, you know, life was pretty crazy. I've said it before and I'll say it again. It makes no wonder to me why I'm a writer, considering everything that I've been going through. Um, most of it self-inflicted. But for some reason, I was reminded of this story and I wanted to share with you. So back in my telecommunications day, I used to uh, answer phones for this phone company and it wasn't the traditional phone company calls where you speak to actual customers on the end user uh, landscape, meaning that you call in and I would get you as a customer. I would speak to resellers and all this kind of stuff. But every now and again, the company I work for would go in and they would um, have these training classes because they was introducing some new product or whatever. And we will be forced to sit in these long classes. And because, you know, in my early 30s, I really thought I knew everything already. I would go to the classes, but most, for the most part, it was basically saying to myself, you know, I'm here, but there isn't, really isn't anything you can teach me. I'm going to do exactly what I was doing before and nothing more. And still, my mind was always open uh, regarding my surroundings, meaning that I always saw things or heard things that most people didn't hear. So one day I'm sitting in the back of this training class, fully prepared to act, you know, ignorant and laugh and, and giggle because to me everything was funny. And I saw this lady, she was older, and she had the newspaper. And this is before phones, y'all. Like, you know, we had, I was working for a telecommunications company and I actually worked for the very first cellular company too, but this was an actual landline. But Back then, newspapers were still pretty relevant. People read them, you know, a lot. And she would skim through all the sections and then go back to the obituary section, right? And give me a drink real quick, a little sip. And I am drinking uh, sangria, just so you know. So she would go to the um, obituary section. And I would see her just spending, like, all this time, because the class would be about, I would say, about three or four days, and I would see her take all this time reading the obituaries, which I didn't know she was reading at first, but I would see her get frustrated. So one day, this is maybe the third or fourth uh, day in class, she said, I hate reading the obituaries. She slammed the paper closed. It was like, I hate reading the obituaries. And I would never, will never, ever forget that, you know, even though it's been well over it's been a lot of times since, you know, I was in, I worked for anybody else, definitely the phone company. And, but I never forgot that, like how frustrated she got. Mind you, we all work for the phone company. We don't work for the newspaper. We don't work for a funeral home, but this woman would take her free time in between breaks using the 10 or 15 minutes that we had in between training to read the obituaries. And then she would yell out, I hate reading the obituaries. And I remember saying to myself, but why are you reading them? And that popped in my head. And I think it pops my stories that I've experienced in my life. I'm almost sure and certain 
that it popped into my head because of you and this podcast. Because no experience, I don't care how embarrassing, how crazy it may appear to somebody else, but no experience in life goes missed on me. You know, I use every opportunity that I can to convey these messages because they always relevant. I find that when you stay present, even if you are, you know, a bit over the top like myself, if you stay present, then a message will always come in some form if you're ready to receive it. And I'm thinking about today. So we all live in the same time. You know, we literally have experienced COVID uh, that was over in China and then the whole chronicles whether or not if black people could get it to the point where black people got it a lot uh, to racial injustice to the elections and all this kind of stuff and because I do have to sign on my social media pages and my instagrams and all of that kind of stuff because I you know use that to communicate with my readers and, and my customers whether it be for pretty kings my skincare line or whether it be for Best Friend in a Handbag, my podcast, because I use these sources, sometimes I'll go off into a tangent when I read a story and just get to looking and reading all these articles and these headlines. And I re- remember a feeling. So it wasn't any one incident because all of it is appears to be terrible if you look at it close enough. But it wasn't just one incident that rang to me. It was the feeling that I got after reading and seeing all these negative, negative headlines. And I remember thinking, I'm not going to do this anymore. I also want to say something because, best friend, this is important. I actually haven't watched the news prior to COVID in years for that same reason, meaning that I, I'm moving right now, so you hear any, any kind of creaking, um, that's me readjusting, but I haven't looked at the news, the local news, in well over probably, I want to say, 16, 17, 18 years. It could be longer than that. I don't look at the news at all for that exact same reason. And my life went on. I didn't feel like I missed anything. So the difference between that and now was because when COVID first launched, you needed the news to find out where you could go, if you can go places, if you could do things. So it it's dynamic change, but the feeling of how it made me feel is the same. And I'm thinking about you, best friend. I'm thinking to myself, is it possible that maybe you're reading the obituaries too much? That maybe you're inundating yourself with the negativity a bit too much? And somebody may say, but if you don't read the news or if you don't know, you know, if you don't look at the social media and, and, and get involved, you're not, you're not, you're not going to be aware. And that's not true. Look, at this point, everybody know who they're going to vote for. Okay. You, at, you know who you're going to vote for at this point, and, and you're going to stand on that. Nothing that you see between now and election day will change this. At this point, we know there are a lot of injustices going on in terms of racial inequality and things like that. And we know the places and the resources that we can go to help. We know that. We don't need to look at the news to do to see anything. We know how to, you know, to be more active in our communities. It could be you can go on to meetupgroups.com. I always talk about meetup.com because 
these are people who are active in regards to being socially involved, whether it be in their neighborhood, whether it be in a hobby, whether it be in just getting to know each other. There are so many different resources that you can pull, put your time and your energy into helping if that's what's in your heart. It's no need to read negative news every day. And this is really, really, like I said, calling me because because we have so many things going on, you almost feel like if you don't watch something, you may be missing something. And I beg to differ. In your state, if you're trying to find out what's going on in terms of COVID, then go to the local, go to your state's government website. There you're able to get all of the information you need for your county, for your city, and all of that. Stay off the internet. You know, give yourself a break. Yes, I said it. Stay off the internet. Give yourself a break. If your family members and all of that have have gotten used to, you know, talking to you on Facebook or Instagram, train them the right way. You know, send send out texts. Look, I'm not, I'm not going to be online for a couple of days or I may not be online as much, you know, as I've been in the past. Hit me on my cell phone. Give yourself at least a 30-day period because right now, when I believe this in my heart, I believe in the law of attraction and we're going to go there at some point um, in my podcast. We're going to go there big time. I believe in the law of attraction. I've seen it work in my life more than I've seen any other belief system ever work. And what the law of attraction in its basic form is says, says that that which is like itself is drawn. So when you're putting that negative energy out there by or not even out there, but when you're looking at this negative energy and you're being a party of that, you're basically saying, all right, you can use my spirit. You can use my energy for this. Why? If you want to help Brianna Taylor, then you know which websites to go to, to get involved for Brianna Taylor. At this point, you know what to do. Stay off the internet, stay off the news. All it's doing is, is breaking down your spirit and you're going to find yourself in a way where I was, you know, not too long ago, where I was like, something doesn't feel right. You know, I have a headache. Why is my stomach hurting? Why is my head hurting? Why is my throat hurting? And I had to go back to the basics, you know, even with me after all this time, priding myself in protecting my speak, my peace, protecting my energy. Sometimes I had to go back to the basics and that's what I had to do. I had to get rid of all that stuff, but I know what I'm going to do. I know what I'm doing. I put my money where my mouth is in terms of, you know, racial inequality. Um, I've donated a lot. I've put my money where my mouth is in terms of, you know, uh, donation to the party that I'm going to be voting for. You know, I've put, I've put my money where's that, you know, because and I also put my energy to this podcast and to spending time with my family and things like that. Those are the things that you can do. You got to watch your energy, people. You know, don't read the obituaries every day. And this is a true story. You know, my spouse was actually in that class with me when we heard this woman say she slammed the page together, the newspaper together. And was like, I hate reading the obituaries. And we were so dumbfounded, you know, even with being ridiculous and playing too much. You know, I'm like... Why do we do this? And it's a trap too, because what happens sometimes too in this whole realm of of social media, news and all of that, sometimes you'll get a jewel 
and and sometimes you get something that's positive. And so that lures you in unconsciously to say, well, wow, had I not been online, I wouldn't have seen this dog kiss this baby on his forehead. Or I wouldn't have seen, you know, this man put this uh, pimp coat on this penguin. You know, you, you look for stuff like that, but then you get more of the other thing because in your mind, you know it's coming. And by law of attraction, that negative shit, is, it, it has to hit you. You're going to find it. And then you're feeling bad again. Give yourself a break. Not all of it is bad. This is why I'm saying that we have to direct your efforts. Social media, when used correctly, really connects people. But you have to decide, am I going to lend my energy to this negative thing that's going to be pulling me down? The obituaries and, and reading about death. And, and sadness all day long, or am I going to be putting my energy towards this? Because another thing that happens with all of us, unless you are using this energy, whether it be negative or sometimes even positive, unless you're doing something with it, it's going to just sit in you. This is why action is involved. You see something you don't like, do something, but don't just sit and have it on your heart and then just go to bed and go to work with it and be around your family and they all, what's wrong with you? Nothing. And you probably don't know because you've been on the negative bandwagon for the longest time. So I want to do something that's different today. And I may do this every now and again. I don't know if you guys know, but um, I have uh, a few web series out there. I haven't done any new ones in a while. It's been years. But one of the things that I used to do at the beginning of my of directing because I also directed I directed I shot I wrote you know I was doing Tyler Perry with my web series and um I think it was the worst of us I did one called uh the worst of us um damn it oh oh I can't remember the other ones oh my god oh it'll cost you um oh be more chicks so I did a few web series and in doing um, my web series, I dealt with young actors, you know, who a lot of them didn't have experience. I love those guys because if you get the right one, right actor, and you mirror the right actor with your words, it synergizes like nothing that you've ever seen before versus uh, some actors are too thespian for themselves and, and they're not able to bring out that grit that you need. So I love working with, you know, new young actors. But anyway, they would come in and they would come in excitable a lot of times because of whatever was going on, whether they be late, which they know I don't play um, any of that. No matter what happened, they would come in with that negative energy. So I would sit everybody around in a circle and I would cut the lights out. And my purpose was to quiet their minds. And I remember doing this. I did this at every before every rehearsal, you know, it was basically a form of meditation and I would sit them in a circle and I would quiet their minds. One day in particular, I wasn't able to do it because I think people came late and I was renting space and I didn't want to, you know, to, to, to waste the time needed to, you know, get them ready for performances. So I went right into the rehearsal and then one of them pulled me over and was like, you know, you're not going to do the, 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 the meditation. And that's when I really knew, that they were getting from it, what I get from it, you know, by quieting my mind. So I want to do that for you. If you guys got something else to do 
take this time and then go away. I'll talk to you guys later. But if you're in an agitated state, I want to take at least a few minutes to show you one way to quiet your mind. And this really, really helps even if you are out, you know, in your parked car and you haven't, and you're not driving yet. If you are driving, I wouldn't really suggest this because I really want you to really stay focused. But if you can pull over somewhere, just take two minutes with me and you'll find that one of the two things is going to happen. You can find that this really, really helps you and that this is something that you want to do again because it's really good. Or you'll find that you are so agitated you can't sit down for two minutes. If that's the case, you're going to, you need meditation more than anybody because what it's saying is that your mind is so full of activity that you're not able to just shut it down. You know, I suggest doing this every day in the morning, set your intentions, best friend, you know, set your intentions for the day by first quieting your mind. And then when you take these few minutes, tell yourself, I'm going to have a good day. You know, I'm not going to allow anything that's not in that vibration with me to connect with me. And you do this every day because you have to be, you definitely have to set your intentions now. The way things are going, if you don't, then your intentions will be set by somebody else. And that person may not have good vibes coming for you. Okay. So I want you to first pull over. You got to pause to do that. And when you pause, uh, when you return rather, I want you to sit wherever you are. So if you're in your car, pull over, just sit. If you are home, just find a quiet place, comfortable. If it's got to be in a bathroom, do it in the bathroom. I've definitely, you know, sat in the bathroom and, and done my vibrations before when my house was full. But do whatever you need to be comfortable. Then I want you to pay attention to your forehead. And I want you to release the tension in your forehead. Then I want you to release the tension in your face. And you may find like, oh my God, my, my jaw is tightened. Loosen your jaw. I want you to loosen your shoulders. Your shoulders should feel like they're heavy. I want you to loosen your arms, your chest, your back, your legs, your thighs, your knees, your toes. You shouldn't have any tension in your body. I want everything to be relaxed. No tension at all. Then I want you to close your eyes. And I want you to focus on your breath. I want you to breathe in and breathe out. Breathe in, breathe out. One more time, breathe in, breathe out. Breathe in and breathe out. And I want you to close your eyes. And I want you to imagine you're on a beach and you're not in your car, you're not in your living room, but you're in a deck chair and the sun is on your face. And I want you to just imagine the sun is washing over you. And if you have a thought that enters your mind, I want you to let that go. 
And I want you to focus on your breath. Just focus on your breath. You may find that a thought wants to come in. And don't get mad at that. Because the mind, especially if you aren't used to doing this, is going to want you to be doing something. And this is why you need to do this even more. So release that thought. Let that thought go. And focus on your breath. And imagine the sun is touching you. And if you want to, you can even imagine the water lapping up against the sand. And your breath, focus on your breath. And relax. Nothing else matters more than this moment. Breathe in. Breathe out. And relax. You may even feel yourself getting a little bit heavy, and that'll be good because that means you're really letting it go. And relax. And relax. Nothing matters. Nothing else matters. But this moment, a thought enters your mind, let it go. A thought enters your mind, let it go. Taking one big deep breath, let it out, and I want you to open your eyes. Now, that was two minutes. If you can ideally work up to 15 minutes a day, best friend, that's exactly what you want to do. You need to be very intentional during these times, and you need to make sure that you are setting the court that you want to for that day. And we aren't int- intentional enough. We, we get up and the first thing that happens to us, we ride with that emotion, whether it be good or bad. You know, say your spouse or your or your friend or somebody does something good, then, oh, my God, the day may be amazing. If it's your birthday, you may have an amazing day. Or at the same time, if somebody does something bad, you know, that you will ride that emotion and then you'll have a really bad day. And then, you know, you'll be cut off by somebody in traffic and you'll roll with that. We can't allow anything to set our intentions for the day but ourselves and we have to be intentional you have to set a space for your mental speak your mental space or your mental peace or rather every day and it starts by when you wake up people will say I don't have time I don't want to hear that we all make time for what we want I made time for the sangria that's sitting to my right which I have been sipping throughout this whole situation Everybody makes time for what they want to make time for. You know, when it comes time to, you know, hang out with your friends and and get drunk and then eat, you make time for that. Folks have, I have seen folks cancel situations for their children's uh, uh, things at school to make time for hanging out. Please don't tell me you don't have time for being intentional with setting up your day right. We make time for what we want to make time for, best friend. And now is the time. And then when you do it and you block out all, block out all that other negativity. And here's the thing, too. When we're blocking out negativity, we're not blocking it out as to ignore it. Because I tried that for a long time. What I would do is I thought positivity was if somebody did something annoying, then I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't address it. I'm not talking about that. When when something negative happens directly to you, you have two choices. You can let it go and then let it go for real. Meaning that when you get home or when you get in your car, 
Don't be texting somebody else and saying, let me tell you what this bitch done did. You know, she had the nerve to, that's not letting it go, even though you didn't say anything to her. When you let it go, you're going to have to really let it go saying, you know what? That does not bother me. What she did is not, is not impacting me, you know, and you have to be for real with that because if not, it's going to sit into your spirit and you're going to be collecting that. And before you know, you collect all that, those bricks of anger and rage to the point where you're so weighed down, you don't know what to do. So you either let it go and let it go. Two, you address it, which we've talked about on my last podcast. Look, can I talk to you for a minute? I feel like, and even when you do that, you want to be intentional. But we have to make sure that we set this time and space for our energy every day because it is necessary, okay? Don't be the lady that reads through your obituary every day, okay? And then don't understand why she's so annoyed to the point where she really feels a way. I hate reading the obituaries. You know what she said? Because it's almost as if she don't think that she can, that she has to stop reading the obituaries. We work for a telecommunications company. We didn't work for the Washington Post, okay? So I want you guys to sit with that. I want you to remember my words, and I want you to think of me whenever things are getting crazy. I'm here for you in your handbag. I don't care if it's worn out, got holes in it. I don't care if it's cheap. I don't really care. You can put me in one of them um, them bags that you get from the grocery store, the little plastic bag, you know, how we always recycle. However you want to, you know, do me, remember me and pop me out of that bag, whatever it is, and listen to this podcast if you find yourself going astray because we are about to be intentional best friend with our lives. We have no choice. I love you. We'll talk to you later. Bye-bye.